my wheels on fire and do a jump. At night, it could be quite spectacular, don't you think? Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Feeling good, Lewis? Those 80s kids remember. Welcome to Those 80s Kids Remember. I am Andy. I'm Brian. I'm Craig. I'm Rusty. Thanks for joining us on this episode in which we're going to talk about uh, movies, but um, a certain genre of movies in particular, uh, music movies or rock <laughs> movies that seemed very popular back in the 80s. Um, there were a lot of them made, a lot of great ones. Um, I know a lot of them that I watched, I couldn't even begin to tell you how many times <laughs> over and over I've seen some particular movies, but oh that God, is me too. Me too. And I think subject. they get stride in the eighties. Oh yeah, of today's episode. So um let's get to it. The first one I'm gonna mention right off is it technically it wasn't released in the eighties, it was released in seventy-nine, but I think it kind of got a bit of a cult following going in the eighties, and that is rock and roll high school, starring the one and only the Ramones. Ramones. Um yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I actually, it was on TV not too long ago, a couple months back, and I had actually. But that's actually that's it. actually seventy nine though. Yeah, it was released okay. in seventy nine. Yeah, see, I was thinking that was early eighties for sure, but seventy nine, okay. Yeah, and of course the the plot of it being um, this girl, completely in love with the Ramones, and I think Joey Ramone in particular, um, is trying to get them to come. Well, I'm not sure if she's trying to get them to play for the school or she's. She's written a song for the Ramones yeah. called Rock and Roll High School. Right. And they're in concert. And it's, it's, the movie's just based around her getting tickets and getting her song into the hands of the Ramones. Mm-hmm. And it ends. What's that? Hijinks and Sue. Exactly. Um, which ends in the Ramones playing the high school, um, coming up in, you know, on campus and singing in the way the Ramones do. Um, <laughs> very, very weird kind of movie. Um, Definitely a little bit campy and uh, did get somewhat of a cult following on that. Sure. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's actually, yeah, it's a, yeah, I have, I have definitely seen it. it. Not a bad movie, actually. It's actually pretty entertaining. Uh, right. I never really liked the Ramones all that much. I don't know. They look smelly to me. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know what, yeah, I don't know what it was about. Yeah. I just never liked becoming a real, I don't know, I really never gravitated towards the Ramones that much. But that's actually a pretty entertaining flick. Yeah, and and Joey Ramone is very um, a very much a character in his own right. Right. Um, just sure. his tall lankiness and and you know just can't kind of look away. Oh man! Kind of what's going on there. PJ right. Souls is in this. Ah. Who? PJ Souls, the actress. Oh my God! From Halloween. Yeah, and Carrie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Her name is Riff. Talk about a cult following. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. The chick, the girl. Yep. Yep. I mean, people in the, line the... up to get this chick's autograph at places still today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. People yeah. are obsessed with her. Sorry, Russ. Nice. I was just going to say, she's in The Boy in the Plastic Bubble. Too. Oh, my God. That's right. She oh, is. Wow. Was she really? With Travolta? Yes, she is. With Travolta. <laughs> From there, I guess, uh, we can start in the 80s and the 1980s. Um, both of these are, are each one of those kind of movies where I couldn't tell you how many times I've seen them, but I'm sure it's like in the three digits. Um, the first one, the Blues Brothers, 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Starring John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd. Wow. Classic. Lots of music. That's that as classic movie. as it gets, man. Yeah, yeah. So many, like, uh, lines that you can pull from that movie. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> and we did. Yeah, it just, my, I think my sister could recite this one. We're on a mission from God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that movie, actually, that movie actually holds up pretty good, too, because my son actually... He's like 16 now, but he watched it when he was about eight or nine, maybe. And he, mm-hmm. I put on the Blues Brothers, and he sat there just immersed. I mean, he was completely into it the entire time. And it's a yeah. pretty lengthy movie, too. Yeah, it is. Um, it's, it's a pretty long movie, but, but oh, my really God, funny. it's so good. You got Carrie yeah. Fisher in it, Frank Oz. Ray Charles, Steven oh, yeah. Spielberg pops up in the end. Yeah, Aretha Franklin, James Brown, yeah. I think, well, if I remember Steven right. Spielberg. Really? Spielberg. Spielberg pops up in the very end of the movie, the very last scene, the final scene of the whole movie. Yeah. Really? In the, in the jail? In the jail? We, no, no, in the arrest scene, whenever they arrest him. <clears throat> whenever that's they put Frank the handcuffs Oz. on him. Yeah. That's that's in the that's the tax assessor. That's Frank Oz. Frank Oz is in there too, but I think Spielberg pops up. I don't know. I'd have to look at really? it. Really? Yeah. yeah here's here's a picture of him. He's he's got a really? sandwich. He's got a sandwich in his hand. He's looking out of a door, and there's a sign next to him that says, back in five minutes. I thought that was Frank uh, okay. Oz. Yeah. According to, Frank this, Oz? according to this, it's Spielberg. No, Frank Oz is in the beginning. He's uh, He hands Jake his uh, clothes. True. Yes. Oh, holy shit. Boy. Yes. Yeah, my credibility is all very, gone. Very, very Miss <laughs> Piggy slash Yoda is in the beginning of that movie. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I always thought he was the, the tax assessor. Damn. Your whole life has been alive. Just my mind is blown. <laughs> yeah. Up is down. Wrong is right. I try to uh, work scmods in as many conversations as I can. It's a state, county, <laughs> municipal offender database. What? <laughs> as far as deep cut lines in Blues Brothers. In the Blues Brothers, yeah. Yeah. They've got scmods. Right. Right. <laughs> Shit, um, John Candy's also in that movie. Yes, he is. Really good, Orange too. Whip, Orange Whip, Orange Whip. Yeah. Aykroyd <laughs> <laughs> and Belushi, especially Belushi, I think were ripped the whole time they were filming the movie, too. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. <clears throat> oh, God, yeah. Yeah, they had sunglasses on for the whole movie, so, I mean, right. I, I know it's part of, their, part of their character to wear sunglasses, but at the same time, you know, if you get into music stars, there's a bunch of that movie, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, Aretha Franklin's in that movie. Ray Charles oh, is yeah. in that movie. I mean, the list goes on. It's, it's quite a list, too. It's pretty cool. That's a cool flick. Yeah, really good. Really. And, and, the, and then they kind of ruined it by trying to do sequels. Oh, to boy, it. did they have. <laughs> <laughs> you guys like, see the no, I, I never saw I, the second I've one. Nope, never seen it. I've seen 2000. How was that? Oh fuck! I wish I had really terrible, really? That just bad? terrible, just the worst. Yeah, I mean they're both they're both just awful. Yeah. John Goodman in both of them, or just one of them? That's Jim, isn't it, Jim? Jim. <sighs> no, John Goodman was it. What played the John role Goodman's of... in one of them for sure. He's in he... the third one. Is he in the third one? Okay, uh, we have to. Uh, I have to look here. There was... Well, I guess it's not important. There was a third <laughs> one. <laughs> well, he's in one of them for sure. I think the one with John Goodman was probably made just to have John Goodman in it. Kind of so get that too. feeling, just so John Goodman can feel included. Yeah, right. No, he Honorary. was in the second one. Yes, 
<laughs> not a good reason to make a movie. And certainly no, not it's a not. Brothers no, it's, it, when John Belushi dies, be done with it. No more right. scripts. We're done. No sequels. Just be done. Yeah. Let it lie there. People yeah. love it. Let it be the classic that it was. Exactly. So there was a third one made? See, I didn't even know about that. I didn't know that. I didn't either. Like I said, I never saw the second one. Never saw it. Had no interest. I'm not even sure how many were made. I just know that there was Blue Brothers, Blues Brothers 2000. Yeah, yeah, that's the one with Goodman in it. Is it with Goodman? Okay. Yeah. Extremely yeah. forgettable. 1998. I split it into two movies in my head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's what Russ. It should be. <laughs> well, because because it's made for TV special. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, because Dan Aykroyd did like a Blues Brothers thing years later with Jim Belushi. Right. Where they were like performing live and going on uh, talk shows and shit like that. Yeah, I remember that. They were on Conan once, I remember. Sure. What year was it? The first remake, well, not remake, but the first sequel was what year? 98. Okay. You know, I don't know if, Andy, this is in your list or whatever, but I'm going to mention one real quick that was 19, straight up 80. Uh Uh, That's Urban Cowboys. Not on your list at all? No, it wasn't. Well, that's a music movie, I mean, big time. Is that? I yeah. Don't think I've ever oh really my seen God. It. Craig, I've have seen you seen it? What's that? Urban Cowboy. <clears throat> I actually saw that movie for the first time just a few years ago. God, I, dude, I've seen that movie so many times I can't even think straight. Well, because it maybe, maybe maybe coming from Texas and being raised on country well, music, yeah, that was a major music movie. It, it Not was. rock music, but and the soundtrack was big, yeah, because it oh, kind of helped kick yeah. off the country politan thing of the uh, early '80s. There, right, right. Mickey well, John, who was in that? John Travolta. Okay. Deborah okay. Winger. Oh God, what's his name? Played um, Wes Hightower. Who was that? Um, Scott Glenn. Scott Glenn. Thank you. Scott Glenn was in it. Yeah, great role there. It's a cool movie. It really is. I've never really seen it. I've seen like scenes of it, like in particular the mechanical bull scene in the bar. Right. I remember something about that. Yeah. So, oh, it's classic. No you need to see that. Yeah. It's, even if you're not like southern or in the country music, it's worth watching for sure. It's sort of a it's sort of a country fried Saturday night fever, sort of. Oh God, for sure. There's yeah. no question about yeah. it. I mean, it ends up there's a dance competition at the end. I mean, there's a bull riding competition, then there's a dance competition, and yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 good, it's good shit. What was the next one you had, Andrea? Another movie that was watched like time and time and time again, and analyzed and talked about and discussed was um, the uh, Pink Floyd's "The Wall." Oh God, yeah, yeah. Talk about classic um, and life changing. Sure. Oh my God. This was a very popular movie when I was a kid, um, probably about, I don't know, 10. I'll give it, I'll give myself 10 years old. Yeah, yeah, wow, 10 like, years old and sober. About, I can't even imagine. I, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and all of the discussion and the, the analyzing of it and, oh, so deep and this and that. And I wasn't even fucking high for any of it. Holy right, shit. Right, that's what I'm saying. So let me ask you this. What did you think of it? At that age and not under the influence, what, what were your thoughts? Was um, it pretty cool? Oh, it was. I thought it was an awesome movie. I mean, okay. I think at that age too, it also really expands, helps to expand your mind. Yeah. Um, about abstract thought and, and interpretations of shit, which is just totally sounds pretentious right now. But sure, no, I get it though. 
back then it was like, you know, it was like the deepest thing I've ever seen, um, you know, and get you to question, uh, you know, existence and all of this type of shit when you're like 10, 11 years old. Um, so yeah, it was, it was pretty deep and it was pretty life forming, I think in many oh, ways. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But the music too, I mean, the wall is probably one of my all time favorites, maybe not my all time favorite Pink Floyd album, but definitely, definitely, um, a huge influence yeah. on my life in, in, in musical tastes and stuff like that. But yeah, just insane, insane. Cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's a good flick, man. That's uh, it's mesmerizing shit. Yeah. And there was also uh, a movie theater. I guess this was a little bit later. Um, <clears throat> when I was in high school and we lived in Des Moines, there was uh, a movie theater in West Des Moines that would play midnight movies. Most of the time it was Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. But then they would change it up a little bit and then they'd play some um, uh, rock movies like at midnight. And The Wall was one of them. And the, another one, um, which is another one that's on my list but wasn't released until later, was uh, True Stories okay. um, by Talking Heads. Oh, Sure. That movie is just brilliant. <laughs> that movie is great. What is it? David Byrne's great, man. Oh, just absolutely. And John Goodman is actually in that movie, too. He's probably, in everything. Oh, well, this is probably <laughs> at the beginning, the very beginning of his career. Oh, okay. Um, when he was in this movie. So uh, in, in many ways, I think this movie kind of put him on the map um, to stardom, I guess, if you want to say that. But yeah, he played Lewis, the guy cool. <laughs> that was like looking lost in love and looking for love and... Yeah, that movie is just wild. This is interesting. I always assumed that um, heavy metal, the movie, uh -huh. was try was like kind of capitalizing on the animation and uh, the wall, but it was released before the wall. Was it really? Yes, it was. Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't know that. I remember that movie. I never saw it, but it looked really cool. You've never seen heavy metal? Nope, never seen it. Oh my god. Yeah, you're really? like, you ain't We're missing anything. Like... Really? That was, a, yeah. <laughs> that was another one. I disagree. One. I disagree pretty strongly with that. But yeah, that, and that, that was, was like that one. was influential to me. That's got Devo on it. And, yep, um, a bunch of good stuff. That was another one that we watched over and over again as a kid. So around the same age, I was exposed to that too. <laughs> Fucking Devo. All all of the songs in there. I know there was Journey. My sister was a huge fan of Journey. Open Arms was in that fucking movie. But oh, yeah, wow. that movie was incredible. And it has like kept like this this nostalgic feel to it. Because I know South Park a few years back did a um a spin or a, a, a spoof on it with heavy metal. You guys seen that episode oh, yeah, when they were that. like cat pissed or like what is it, sniffing cat piss or something like that? Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. And, yeah, Kenny just kind of goes into this heavy metal hallucination going on. Oh yeah. I don't remember that much about the episode. I, I, I remember they were kind of poking fun at the animation by every, every time the woman that picks Kenny up on the, uh -huh. on the dragon, every time she moves, her boobs bounce up and down <laughs> like five times. She like turns her head and her boobs bounce up and down five times. Yeah. So yeah, definitely heavy metal. What year was heavy metal? What year did it come out? 81. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I say because the wall was 82 then. Yeah. And I can't believe you haven't seen it, Brian. No, I need to see it for sure. Yeah. I've always wanted to. I've always wanted to check it out. But yeah, I've never actually watched it. 
I don't know how well that'll hold up. Really? Okay. I mean, it's not. It's not like it's not a good movie, but it's, no. it's, it's worth <laughs> not. For its, but it's worth seeing know. for the experience yeah. in general. Well, sure. Not if you're. And I guess I'm pretty into that that rotoscoping style of that period, right? Like the way the animation was traced over film footage. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that just kills me. You, you definitely need to see it. I definitely will. Yeah, I'll check it out for sure. Another movie that was released in '81, a documentary. I guess you could say, which is really what it was. Um, the Decline of Western Civilization. Have you guys seen that? Oh, yeah. Was Keith that? Morris. Um, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It's about uh, basically 70s punk rock sh- scene in yeah. that kind of shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm trying to remember, there was one There was one band in particular that was kind of like featured on it. Social Distortion. Couldn't remember. Okay. Yeah, social wow, it's it's got 100% Rotten Tomatoes review. <laughs> Doesn't get any better than that. Dear God. Yeah. Wow. And, that, and that's Penelope Spheris when she directed Wayne's World after. Oh, no shit? Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Nice. That was the only time I had ever seen footage of the germs ever on stage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Darby Crash, yeah. He's... I mean, it's it's entertaining to watch, I guess. It's kind of interesting to watch, but he's just he's just up there like, ah, blah, 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 you know, <laughs> like, oh, okay. They actually had to have subtitles in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> it is an interesting Absolutely. movie, though. Yeah, and I I think for its time, it's it's good that somebody documented that in the way that they did. Mm-hmm. At the time they did. Sure. No question. Yes. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Late seventies punk scene. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. According to uh, Wikipedia here in 81 LAPD chief of police, Daryl Gates wrote a letter demanding the film never be shown in the city again. Like Daryl <laughs> Gates. That's a name <laughs> like I'll never forget. That that's just hilarious. <laughs> like that movie was that bad. I mean, it's pretty fucking tame actually. <clears throat> From know, what I remember of it anyway. I got to mention, because we're in the early 80s still, I'm going to mention Coal Miner's Daughter. Who has seen it? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I've yeah, never seen it. I'm aware of it. But... Okay. I've never if seen, you seen it. It's definitely worth watching. All the way through. Yeah, it's worth watching. It's really good. Okay. I mean, it's a yeah. great biofilm on now, you know Loretta Lynn. It's really good. It's really, really good. Craig earlier mentioned what would have been awesome. It could have been obviously, you know, she's at the you know, Grand Ole Opry and Pig's Blood gets dropped on her because it's sissy spacing. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's in the middle of singing, you know, you ain't woman enough. To, yeah, you ain't woman yeah. enough to take my man or something like that. All and all of a sudden, sudden Pig's Blood's flying. They're all gonna laugh at you. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones was in that. Tommy Lee Jones played her husband. Well, yeah, he did indeed. Yeah, the abusive husband. Sure, he would have been the first to say they're all laughing at you. <laughs> Doolittle Lynn. Doolittle. I was gonna say I know he had a yeah. goofy. He had a goofy nickname. I couldn't remember. What oh my it was. god, that's right. Yes, <laughs> totally forgot about that. That's a good movie though. It's very good. Now, Spacing is great. Let me ask you something, Brian. Because um, sure, does it? Will it? still hold up today because i i know there was uh kind of a freshness about the whole movie biopic thing back then when it was sure released. oh big time yeah and now it's completely tired yep played it out is very much so yeah 
But to me, the story of Loretta Lynn is so interesting and so intriguing. It's very captivating that to me it holds up over time, for sure. Okay. Just because of that story. It's so captivating. It really is. I mean, domestic violence. I mean, there's just so many elements to it. Sure. Okay. It, it holds up, I would say. Yeah. Because that's a that's a big problem when you get something that early on is a genre defining movie, and then you get all right, right. these years of of copycat movies, and then oh, for sure. And then yeah. you go back and look, at, and you can't look at the original the same way again with fresh eyes. No, you know. But to me, she was iconic enough, and it was such a big story that it holds up because of that. Sure, sure. Uh, I think so. And you, you, like I said, there's so many topics that are covered there, and it's such a legend that you're looking at watching. It's a big deal, and and it, okay. it definitely holds up for sure. You know, you're talking about a classic country artist and domestic violence and all kinds of shit. Yeah, it holds up for sure. Good movie. No, no pig's blood, but good move. Good movie. <laughs> no pig's blood. <laughs> Loretta can move stuff with her mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's sad to say she's such a great actress, but you can't live that role down, man. That's scary. <laughs> you know, you're going to be carried to everyone forever. There's nothing you can do about it. No talent range. It doesn't matter. You're Carrie. Scary. Which Carrie. came first? Oh, Carrie. Carrie. Carrie was first. Carrie okay. was 76. Carrie was 78-ish. Okay. 76. 76. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Phil was next. Okay. 1984. Okay. With Purple Rain. Oh, God. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Featuring Prince. Prince. (laughs) The one and only. Mm -hmm. Prince Rogers Nelson. And and I'm not sure everyone loves it, but I loved it. Andy, what about you? I, I, yes. So this was was another movie I saw as a kid, which I had no business seeing as a kid. Probably not. Right. Um, But my friend's mom was just completely, completely obsessed with Prince mm-hmm. at the time. So, so many people were, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so she took us and her three daughters um, to go see the movie. Um, a lot of it, I guess, I didn't understand at the time, but the music was just fucking unbelievable. Um, oh, and, God, and, yeah. <laughs> it's what the, it put Minneapolis on the map for me. I would imagine so, for sure. Yeah, Yeah. I was in junior high um, at the time. To me, that's so cool, man. I wish I could say I lived in Minneapolis when that was all going down. That's really cool. Right. That's awesome. And later in life, when I did move to the cities, it really made going to First Avenue something, you know? See, I don't know what that is, First Avenue. What is that? I don't know what that is. Oh, my God. You don't know what First Avenue is? No. I have no idea. Holy shit. Holy shit. Explain, please. It's the most iconic um, nightclub. Uh, venue, okay. Um, about not only clubs just, kind of thing in the cities, not only in Minneapolis, but I mean in the world of rock. Okay. Um, so many artists have gotten their start, have played <clears throat> First Avenue before they became huge. Wow. Okay. Um, just, I I can't believe that it just blows my mind that you you've not heard of First Avenue. I mean, I've heard of it, but I didn't really know the details and stuff. So yeah, it's, yeah, that's it's cool. Iconic in, in the rock world, and it's something. I guess I forget the exact history, but in the late seventies or early eighties, maybe it was. Mm-hmm. Um, it would change from a disco, okay, kind of dance club, right, First Avenue to what you know what it is today. You um, know, what's cool is that I've seen that movie, and I love that movie. How do you guys feel about preparing the movie? I mean, oh, it did not hold up. But it's still a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> See, to and, me, it holds up because I love Prince so much, maybe. And, I know, and maybe I'm but biased. 
But when you see it later, you realize that Prince really can't act. <laughs> no, like, not really. Musician. <laughs> He's kind of there. Being yeah. He cannot act. No. Right. You go right. under the cherry moon and you're beaten even further. Oh my God. That fucking <laughs> bridge. Yeah. That movie. You know, I saw it's Under the Cherry Moon in the theaters too. Oh wow. Did you really? Oh, yeah. I did indeed. Yeah. Me and my girlfriend went and saw Under Under the Cherry Moon, you know, in the theaters and it sucked. That one he's like a <laughs> nightclub owner or something. Yeah, something no. like that. Not good though. Not good. No, though. that's graffiti bridge where he's yeah, a nightclub true. owner. Yeah. I thought that was under the cherry right? moon. Isn't under the cherry moon where they're like in the French Riviera? It's in black and white. Yeah. 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 Graffiti is he bridge a club is owner a... in that one. Is who? Because uh, I thought in the graffiti it's... bridge they're like rival club owners. He's got like a rival club with um, yeah. Morris Day from the time. Mor- yeah, and Morris Day is also in Purple Rain. I think yeah, yes. I think he's a club owner in both of them because yep, gra- graffiti, sure is. graffiti bridge is an unofficial sequel to Purple Rain, where the kid right. from Purple Rain is now a club owner and rival to Morris. Right, right. They get in a fight for the Glam Slam nightclub. Shit. <gasps> oh shit! It's yeah, a cool movie. To... If you've never seen it, it's a cool movie. It really is. I've got an oh. ongoing campaign to get deported from Minnesota, so I've never seen. Okay, I was getting—I think I was getting the two of them kind of mixed up with each other here. Okay, under the cherry moon, it says two con artist brothers attempt to swindle a soon-to-be wealthy heiress, but things get complicated when one falls in love with her. I'm guessing it's Prince. Yeah, dude, it's silly. It's—I do not recommend it. It looks—it looks goofy. The blouses he wears in that movie. Oh my god. Yeah, it's—it's goofy. It's goofy as shit. Yeah, uh, but it's it's fun. It's fun to watch, and it's hilarious. So if you haven't seen it, definitely see. Oh Under yeah, Moon, for sure. Just for the laugh factor of it, just I mean, don't take this watch. movie seriously for one second. But it's definitely worth a watch. But Purple Rain, um, to me, I, yeah, it's worth watching. I think it is. Oh, I, I love Prince. So. Though. I'm I'm a huge Prince guy. So to me, it was like heaven when I saw the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh sure, um, yeah, it was cool, so, and yeah, he's not a great actor, but he's pretty much playing himself, right? But but it's still very cool, right? And there's mo- there's moments in the movie too um, that are ju- they're just fun, <laughs> funny to watch. I think a lot of Morris Day in there too. That, oh that sure, brings like and a Jerome. element to it. Yeah, yeah, Morris Day and Jerome featured quite a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another one that I have on here is um, Sid and Nancy. Oh, oh wow, yeah. that's a good flick, yeah. man. Yeah, uh, about the life of Sid Vicious from the Sex Pistols, of course, yeah. and his girlfriend uh, Nancy Spungen, starring Gary Oldman. Yep. And uh, shit, who played Nancy? Chloe Webb. Um. Yes, Chloe Webb. Thank you. Chloe Webb. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah, that that movie is wild and twisted. It is. Uh, I mean, there's a scene where she actually looks back in the, they're in a car uh, with, you know, family and themselves. She looks back and I can't remember what precipitated this, but she says, fuck you, grandma. And I'll never forget right. that. I'll never <laughs> forget that line. <laughs> fuck you, grandma. Well, at, at some that time, like we've all. the whole movie, actually. <laughs> yeah. We've, we've, we've all, all yeah. it. 
We've all said it at some point in our lives. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Grandmas are great, man. Been there. Yeah. Yep. So that movie actually did not um, get released without criticism, of course, from oh, John sure. Lydon, also known as Johnny Rotten from the Sex Pistols. Um, a lot of, you know, um, just leave them alone kind of stuff going on. But the, the story is very intriguing. Um, and I think, you know, is a, a valid to be told, a valid tale to be told. He killed her, didn't he? Um, well, nobody really knows exactly what happened that night. The major yeah. stabbing. Oh, you right. got knives, you got heroin, something happened. Something's right. going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to be good. Mm. Right. So um, I think he did. Sid did spend some time in jail for that. Yeah. Um, I don't, I can't recall the whole. I didn't know Courtney Love was in this. Yeah, and you uh, know what? Courtney Love does a pretty good job, by the way. Yeah, she is She's in good. that movie as well. She's Courtney really Love. good. Yeah. And she actually auditioned for the part of Nancy huh. and didn't get it. So she was like used as one of the supporting actors. Gretchen. Yeah. Is that her name? Gretchen. Sure. Yeah. Huh. I'll be damned. It's a good yeah. movie, though. Yeah. If, you, if you've never seen it, it's worth watching for sure. And Gary Oldman just does a fantastic job. I don't think. He's done well. I can't say that, but honestly, I don't think he's acted so well or portrayed another um, character with such intensity and believability as he did with um, Sid. With Sid Vicious, yeah, yeah. I mean, just just maybe kind of, Fifth Element. Just kidding. I, you know, what? <laughs> and that just comes to my mind. But I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think you know so. what? I, I every think, other movie me, I'm thinking of yeah, him yeah. as being in, it's actually, no, that's Daniel Day Lewis. So <laughs> <laughs> See, to me, Oldman is still, I don't know, I, I think he's still underrated. I don't think people know how great he is. He is. He's a fantastic He's actor. amazing, so, man. Yeah, he is. But I don't know. In The Fifth Element, I didn't jive on his accent very much. No, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his prosthetic teeth. Right. <laughs> so, okay, I guess maybe trans or, or segueing into uh, the concert genre. The um, I'm just going to mention Rattle and Hum. Oh, so great. Yeah. You too. Yeah. From you too. Um, I think it was released in 88. I was going to say that's 87, 88 for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's when that was released. And it mm-hmm. was basically, it's basically a film uh, that was documenting. Um, the Joshua Tree tour, right in the United States of America. Um, being the huge U2 fan that I was at the time this movie came out, I was so excited. Um, I just could not wait to see it. Right. And I saw it with my sister in Iowa City at a little um, at a little college theater, <laughs> and I walked out of there just like, well, that was fun. <laughs> Why? Um, I, and I wasn't as big of a, a YouTube fan walking out of the theater as oh. I was walking into it. How, how come? I just felt to me a little, a little forced. Um, okay. A little too much that uh, their heads had gotten a little bit too big. Yeah, at that I point, sure. Of, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think. I think I like walked out of that theater and oh, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's the one in and my head burned into my head is that is the scene of when they're at Graceland <laughs> and uh the drummer, um Larry Mullen Jr. I just like blinked out his name for a second, is sitting there talking and kind of getting a little bit emotional about Elvis being yeah. buried in the backyard. <laughs> that's just like the that's one cool, that whatever reason sticks out of my head because I just could not stop like laughing at the time, which was totally terrible. I think I probably had found um marijuana <laughs> around this time too. So that might have had something probably good to timing do with it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To help kind of like change my perception of the band a little bit. I would imagine so, yeah. A little bit. <laughs> hmm. Just a little bit. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> but you know, it it just it's just a, a cheesy movie. It just it shouldn't have been I don't think it should have been made. Oh. At least not like the way it was made. It was just a little bit ridiculous, but nope, never yeah. saw it. I, you'd really have to be a fan. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. You just really have to be a fan. Okay. You know um, what? I'm going to bring up now, if it's okay. Uh, mm -hmm. a, a movie that came out in 83 uh, was a major part of my life. It, it's a big deal. Eddie and the Cruisers. Who's seen it? Yes. Okay. I don't think I ever did see that movie. Oh, no. you need to. Yeah. You need to. It holds up, I think. Oh. Yeah, cool movie. Michael Paré is is the main guy, and it's cool. It really is. It's like set in the fifties, right? Like a fifties right? rock, late fifties, early sixties. Yeah, yeah, that's a good movie. My sister liked that one too. That really, movie. that's cool. Yeah. Oh, you need to sure. Ellen Barkin's um, in it. It's a good movie. The Dark Side was the major song. Yep. Oh God, yeah, huge hit. Yeah. John Cafferty. Is that who did the song? That's who did the song, yeah. But I guess in that in that vein of film, I guess we could mention Great Balls of Fire. Oh, good movie. Yeah. Jerry Lee About Lewis, the, the killer. Of Jerry Lee Lewis. Winona Ryder was in that movie, right? Yes, she was. Yep. She played his uh, cousin, cousin wife slash wife. Yes. <laughs> not, nothing creepy about that. Right. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, she was, and I don't know, what, 14? 14. Yeah. 14, yeah. yes. And so. <laughs> all cool, all about board. Good. <laughs> right. Uh, Quaid, by the way, great job. That was awesome. Oh, was yeah, really good. He was really, really convincing because you're playing a nut, yeah. You know, I mean, you're, you're playing an absolute nut, so yeah, good job. 89 is when that came out, yeah. Oh, I suppose 89. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking maybe it was a couple of years before that, but it was 89. Mm hmm. So he had, he, he kind of, uh, they've got the, uh, the, the little downward spiral in there that his career went into. Right. <laughs> After, of course, everybody found out that he was, uh, you know, getting freaky with his, uh, with his relative <laughs> there. Yes, his, he was. His 13 or 14-year-old relative. Yep. Oh, Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah. And he eventually went into country music then. Yes, he did. And mm -hmm. Very well, too. Yeah. That became huh. his thing. Sure. Yeah, he did uh, uh, what made Milwaukee famous has made a loser out of me. Loser out of me. Yep. Uh, 39 and holding. 
uh, middle aged crazy, middle aged crazy. That was another big huge one. hit, man. Yep. Big hit. Yeah. You know, it's weird. Uh, it's like of all the celebrities I think of, he's the one that I'm most amazed. Oh, me Keith Richards, um, still alive, still okay. I yeah. believe. Let me see, Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, he's still he's still out. He's still there. He is 86 years old. Jesus. Damn. Dude, that's a turn. rough 86. He seems like he should be older. Oh, me too. Yeah, that's a rough, <laughs> rough ass 86. Yeah. Oh, here's that's a picture crazy. of the, the real him and his cousin. <clears throat> uh, you know, oh, from like the 50s? Yeah, you know. Oh, that's cool. She does kind of bear a resemblance to. Why not? Rider, actually. I agree. Too. Yep. Yeah, yeah that's totally kind of eerie. Yeah, a really captivating story because it's just so goddamn crazy. It's, it's nuts. It's a crazy story. If that would have happened today, he would have been so canceled. Oh, God. No question. He'd be done. <laughs> He'd be done. <laughs> be First no incident, time. he's gone. Yeah, <laughs> right. that, and, and that's where we're living now. But back then, you can't get away with that shit. Just imagine the jokes that would have gone around to it. Oh, well, God. He did take memes and shit. Yeah. He did take a lot of shit for that, though. Yes, he did. Even back yeah. then. Oh, big time. I hope so. Career changing. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He is alive. He's looking. Oh, look, he's alive and well, man. Looking rough, but yeah, alive. Right. He is the last member of that, of that Sun Records group alive. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. By quite a bit now. Yeah, it was Elvis, uh, Car- uh, Carl Perkins. Um, Johnny yeah. Cash. Yeah, Cash was there. Yeah, it was a big deal. I had mentioned um, concert movies. Okay. Um, and a lot of these are ones that, of course, we watched over and over again. First, I'm going to mention The Who. I'm not a huge fan of The Who, but in 1980 yeah, Yep. No, not, not, not their, like movie movies it was a concert right. film, um that they did which was supposed to be their farewell concert oh sure in 1980 something <laughs> remember what it was but this was uh another one that got played constantly on the old Betamax. um never really a fan of the who but i've seen this concert movie so many times i don't do you guys <laughs> have you guys seen it i forget what the name of it i just think it was called the farewell concert uh, let me see. I remember here. that. Yep. The Who. No, they, yeah, she's right. Farewell Tour 1982. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds about right. 82. The Farewell so there's that. Tour. Yeah, 82, it looks like. Yep. Yeah. Well, Which because... kind of set the precedence for me that any time that they did anything after that, it's like, I thought you guys said it was over. You know, <laughs> like, why, yeah. why? you lied to me. I thought it was done. Because then they got back together. What was it? 89? Because they were apart for a while. Were they? Yeah, yeah. Because Pete Townsend put out solo records in the 80s. Yeah, I remember. I remember that. That would be on Night Flight quite a bit. <laughs> Let my love open the door. <laughs> I guess what I love from the Who was their 
their early 60s singles before, like the stuff they did before Tommy came out, before they started getting kind of pretentious. Trying to get into that psychedelic rock. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Their singles from the 60s were glorious. And another one that was on heavy rotation or constant repeat in our house was Russia's exit stage left. Who's? Hmm. Okay. Oh, right. Who is that? Who was in that? Well, there's Getty Lee, Alex Lifeson, Neil Peart. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Okay. (laughs) Rush. 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 Yeah. Yeah, that was was another one. Um, Another also, which had a great formative qualities in my musical tastes. And I don't know how... Pink Floyd and Rush translates to a U2 like mega fan, but somehow it does. Um, I guess because that was also another concert video that played during that time in our house, which was um, Live at Red Rocks or Live Under a Blood Red Sky, whatever it was called. Mm. So yeah, those those three concert films <laughs> were like a staple um, in our household, and I don't know how our parents put up with it, honestly. Right. Sure. Come to think of it. <laughs> I know. I think back to, you know, when we had our VCR and the, you know, like all the stuff that I recorded in the late eighties, early nineties and played back over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's like, my God, if some kid were to do that now, <laughs> I'd go insane. <clears throat> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. That's what it was. It was like the who, um, rush, you two, um, the wall, and um, I'm going to throw Excalibur in there because that one got. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, movie Excalibur. Excalibur. Just childhood classics. Just your typical childhood classics. You, you know what? Sidebar here. I, I, Rush, your thoughts? Big fans? Rush? You guys? Yeah. What? I'm sorry. Big fans? Oh, yeah. You could not. My, my brother is a huge fucking fan of Rush. Just absolutely huge yeah um so you could not like survive that household without like rush i mean really and and they were good i mean if you're gonna have something blast at you um for a few hours during the day you could do worse uh than rush and i don't even want to say it like that because yeah i don't want to detract away from the genius that is fucking rush because they are absolute genius uh, as far as rock and roll goes, and Getty Lee, fucking yeah. bass god. Craig, Russ, thoughts? Mm. Nope, pass. Fucking Neil, too, drumming god. Yeah, right. Yeah, not my, fi- not, a, my, I, not, not my favorite. Just not. I can't get past the lyrics and the vocals. No, me I mean, too. Yeah, really? I know. Yeah, I know. My oh my god. I just, like, that is my biggest obstacle. Yeah. Neil Neil Peart, wow. I mean, his voice just sounds like it's being played on the wrong speed all the time. It does, yes. Oh, that's Getty. That's Getty Lee. Oh, yeah, you're right. Getty Lee. I'm sorry. Peart, yeah. the drummer. Oh, my God. How, oh, Jesus. I can do oh, such a tough, good man. Getty Lee. It's fucking insane. That's, <laughs> that's how conditioned I am. Well, to, like, and, 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 you know, I, I asked this because yeah, I, I know where Greg stands as far as no, my Stockholm syndrome is not with Rush. My Stockholm syndrome is with Journey because I okay. do not like Journey. And my sister would play that. We shared a bedroom and she would wake up and either put out a Journey album or a Boston album and while she got ready for school. So it's like I know all the words to just about every Journey song 
and not by choice. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's, you know, those are, those are cool songs. I don't know. I'd, I'd pick Rush over Journey any day, but I don't want to like disparage Journey because they're not. Oh, God, as far bad. as musicians, yeah, for sure. They're not that bad. <laughs> they're, they're amazing. I just don't like listening to them, but they're incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Craig, I, I, I know that? you don't like Prague Rock that much. What are, you, what are your thoughts as far as Rush? Oh, I just, I, I don't know. I, I've never listened to a whole song of theirs. Yep, me too. Really? Yep, oh me too. And if they, they, if they come me. on, if they come on a radio station, I just turn the channel. Yep, oh, me shit. too. Same thing. Oh my god. Yep. I, I don't know if I'll ever look at you guys the same again. <laughs> <laughs> my, wow, I just, I'm beside myself. That's just crazy to me. Yeah, to me, if I hear them. Change channels. No. <laughs> That's all there is to it, man. And they're gifted. God, oh my can't, God, can't even so just good. do like the Tom Sawyer. Just can't even do the Tom Sawyer. Right, exactly. No. I know. Can't no. do it. But you know wow. what? They're great. They're so good. Oh my God. <laughs> they're good, but I can't stand them. Exactly. Yeah. Very good. I mean, it's yep. like That's Celine, Celine Dion's a great singer, but I don't want to sit oh. and listen to Celine Dion. Oh. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, good enough. recognize the mastery like without, yeah. <laughs> Wow. Russ, what about you? As far as uh, Rush goes. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't do it. It's, um, I mean, I've listened to lots of Rush. Me too. It's hard not to. Right. <laughs> In the world. But. Wow. That's just crazy. <laughs> I don't get that. The, the, the talent is there. It's, it's mind, mind boggling. It's how great they are. It really it's is. It's just the wow. whole genre does nothing for oh, me. Oh, yeah. The prog, yeah, the prog genre. Awesome. You don't like Led Zeppelin then either, I take it. <sighs> Led Zeppelin is more blues. I used true. to. Very but, true. Uh, I used to, but not any, now they just bore the hell out of me. Yeah, see, I can see that. I, yeah, yep. I don't know. I, I've been playing guitar for like 40 years, and uh, Jimmy Page is great. But overall, Zeppelin to me, I don't know. Eh. I can do without it. I'm good. Next. Yeah. Well, now we don't need Zeppelin because we have Greta Van Fleet. Yeah. yeah there you right. go. Exactly. <laughs> Greta Van Fleet. That, that kid, Ooh. man. That singer. Holy shit. But yeah, they do. They sound like a little Led, Led Zeppelin. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> so what, uh, who's next? Uh, I don't think we mentioned La Bamba at all, did we? Oh, man. No, we did oh, not. Yeah. Lou yeah. I saw that one a number of times. Lou, Di Lou, Lou Diamond Phillips. Isaiah Morales. That, yeah. Was that the dude yeah. that played his brother? Correct. Yes. Dude, that, that guy really was good. That dude was phenomenal in that movie, yeah. man. Really, really good. Pretty much carried that movie, really. He was that good. Yeah. It's always Richie, Richie, Richie. <laughs> what? Yeah. What, what about me? <laughs> yeah, he, he was playing drums early on. That's right, he was. Yeah, he was a drummer. And then they Richie realized, okay, no, uh, his brother was the drummer. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. And, and then they realized, oh my God, this isn't working out. But it, it is as far as Richie is concerned. But the drum, drummer, no, he's going to go. So let's see. You know, uh, uh, he he just died a couple of years back. 
Bob, really? Bob Morales. The, oh wow! I the, didn't know that. the real Bob, yeah, he just died okay. a couple of years back really? in 2018. From what? Um, died Saturday at home in Royal Oaks. It's a, he's got like a freaking leather jacket and a <laughs> cowboy hat on, and yeah, like this Hulk Hogan mustache and all this. Uh, <laughs> died at 81. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. I'm sure. I mean, you could find it pretty easy. Bob Morales. Have, have we all seen it? All of us? Russ? Um, yes, yeah. Craig? No? Or yes? Yes. Okay. Yes. What's right. that? But Don McLean, Don McLean didn't write a song about Morales dying, though. <laughs> is, Don, is Don McLean still alive? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was, a, it was a pretty good movie. Yeah, it was. It was huge. So. It was it was like a blockbuster when it was released. That movie was just huge. Lou Diamond Lou Phillips, Phillips yeah. yeah. He was yeah. pretty big shit at the time. Yeah. Lou Diamond Phillips and uh and then it was uh, it was like uh Donna. Who Donna in that movie? Oh god, that actress's yep. name. What the hell was Who that? is she? Uh I remember the role. Yeah. La Bamba. Donna Ludwig. Danielle oh, okay. von Zernick. What? All right. There's a picture of her standing next to John Stamos. I don't know. That must have been the biggest role she ever did. General Hospital. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was on General Hospital with John Stamos. There's, yeah, there's a there's a picture of the two of them together. Oh, okay. Donna. Yeah. Wow. So we've we've all seen it. I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's worth it's worth it. Yeah, good movie. There's like a movie still of her where she looks like Elizabeth Moss in Mad Men, like almost, <laughs> almost exactly like Elizabeth Moss yeah. in Mad Men. Oh my God, Joey Pants was in that movie. I don't remember that. Who? Joey Pantoliano. Joey Pants. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> sure. Okay, Rick Dees. I remember him in it. Yeah. Brian Setzer played Eddie Cochran. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, because he did Summertime Blues. Mm. Oh, my God. That's right. Yeah. It was on the soundtrack. Well, the only other movie that I have on my list, um, just going back to the concert films, um, <clears throat> close that out, uh, is Stop Making Sense by the Talking Heads. Oh, uh, the Talking yeah. Heads. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned true stories before, um, which I think is a, a great that movie is a fucking masterpiece. I'm sorry. True Stories is like one of the best um, music movies made. Uh, but Stop Making Sense was released in 84 and it was a concert film um, of the band. Um, I'm not sure what album they were promoting at that time. Uh, but you've got David Byrne in that huge fucking suit. Is that where that came from? The huge suit? Yes. That, that was kind of his thing. Yeah. Where he wore that suit that was like I don't know, ten sizes too big for him. I remember because I remember uh, uh, Saturday Night Live when Rich Hall was on there. He did a parody of that whole thing. Where on it. He had the Rich giant, Hall. Miss that guy. He, he's cool. Yeah. He had the giant shoulder oh, pads funny. on, and he's like, "You may ask yourself, didn't the store have any mirrors? You may, <laughs> <laughs> you may ask That's yourself." Great. 
couldn't I find a jacket that fits? Right. You sound like Jerry Seinfeld there. <laughs> I suppose. Oh, I, you wanted a fit. <laughs> I watched this movie um, a couple months back. A few, you know, I watched it, and it's it's really good. I shouldn't say a movie, but you know, the concert film, um, and it's really good. Uh, if you've never seen it, and you just slightly like the Talking Heads, you don't necessarily have to be a huge fan of them. But it's not that right. long, so it's not that much time invested. But oh, it's he's, really he's so cool, though. Yeah, he he yeah. is. He's, David Byrne is so artist. fucking cool. Just yeah. a fucking true artist. Yep, exactly. Um, in music and yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, that that's a really good movie <clears throat> as well. As far as concert films go. But that is all I had on my list. That's a good list. Is it? That was. Oh, yeah. It worked. Okay. For sure. I was going to say, yeah. I can't think of anything else. Yeah. Right. Same. Yeah. And, you know, we may have missed one or two in there, but as Probably. far as what I had at the top of my head and um, really kind of influenced me um, in my musical tastes as a child and growing up, I think that's a pretty comprehensive list of the ones that really mattered anyway. Um, right. I hate to say that because there probably is one or two that I didn't even think about, but I think we've covered the topic pretty well on this episode. So yeah, I do thank you for joining us today. I'm going to pull out the next topic. I only have one left but, uh, in my little topic jar. What? So, you have one? One topic left in my topic jar. Oh, wow. Really? Okay. Drum roll. <laughs> it's a yeah, juicy. Real. Holy shit. Wow. Okay, so I guess on the next episode of Those 80s Kids Remember, we'll be talking about and remembering the Corys. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that took a little bit of thought. I was going to say, for real. <laughs> yeah, like, the Corys. So Corey Haim and what's the other one? Feldman. Feldman. Corey Feldman. The one that's okay. still alive, um, yeah. Probably be, be a very quick episode, but. <laughs> oh, there's a lot. We're gonna have to get some more. Okay. get some more stories in here. For sure. <laughs> right. Okay. There's a lot of shit there. Here's some words right. well, that Ryan. Hopefully, you guys Corey. are a little bit more versed in the stories than I am. But <laughs> all right, we'll be exploring that the next time on those '80s kids. Remember, again, I do uh, appreciate you joining us for this episode. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, on uh, Twitter. Um, also on Patreon, uh, where, you know, if you'd like to support the kids or whatever, a couple bucks a month, um, you'll uh, gain access to extras in the form of Brian and Craig and Afterthoughts with Craig and Brian there, um, talking about some uh, pretty great topics, good shows. Um, so please do check us out on that. Um, of course, you can find those 80s kids remember anywhere you download your podcasts, uh, uh, iTunes, Spotify, uh, even Audible. You can find us on there. So yeah, again, I can't say this enough. Thanks for joining us today for those 80s kids remember. I am Andy. I'm Brian. I'm Craig. And I'm Rusty. Those 80s kids are Andy Lane, Ryan Lundberg, Craig Dillon, and Rusty Daddy. Music by Atokada. Third-party clips used within are the sole property of their respective owners. Those 80s Kids Remember podcast is a production of those80skids.com, 2021, all rights reserved.